I what? used to get hammered in dorms. But in Smash Brothers? No, I used to get hammered. People people would hammer you. I, no, I'd be drunk. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, wasted. <laughs> yeah, sure. And I was grown up, I guess. And what was the console back then that people would be playing it on? It would be either Nintendo 64 or GameCube. I think it was 64. Makes sense. So there was always a 64 in a dorm somewhere. How popular was that game, though? So popular. Oh, yeah. And it was always on a TV somewhere. It was in a dorm room lobby. It was in a dorm room of somebody there. It was in more than one dorm room. Yeah, and I always remember being in a drunken haze and looking over and going, I don't give a shit about that game. to another episode of the Emergent Gamer Podcast, episode 157. This is Neo Ayoshi. Who am I sitting with here? Uh, you, you, are, you are in a, in a small space with Felix Hergood. Felix Hergood, alone, we're, locked in a room. It's like we're, in the, uh, it's like we're, we're recording from the back of a Volkswagen. <laughs> the back of a... This sounds like a comfortable place. <laughs> <laughs> um... Oh, man, that reminds me of Kevin Smith, man. Yeah, he's uh, doing fine. Well, he's doing fine, but man, that's fucking sucks, dude. I know. I was very upset when I heard of that. He was. I'm glad. I'm really glad he's okay. Yeah. I'm really glad he's, he's the most wholesome geek on the internet. I want to say, real wholesome. I mean, he's dude. he's been caught up in drama, but I I personally think the drama that he experienced was basically backlash from being too close to the fire of Hollywood. Yeah, he uh, he distance himself from after he did that uh buddy cop movie with bruce willis and kevin hart i forgot it was like ride along yeah he did that and after that he was like i don't like these movies i think he would appreciate me saying this but i think he's a man that comes from low speech Mm -hmm. i'm a man that that comes from low speech you know i think all of us on the show are basically he's the everyman when i say low speech i mean like i don't want anyone to take that the wrong way not that i don't think he's articulate Mm because he's articulate Mm -hmm. but he's someone that understands the the proletariat like the working man yeah he understands the working man better than you know some of the people from hollywood are who are kind of at this point dejected entirely from being human more or less they're disconnected from the rest of us like if you're if you're uh and this kind of relates to something we're going to talk about later in regard to Twitch. But like if you're a Hollywood celebrity and you're and you're coming, you're, you're interacting with people on a regular basis who are like normal mm-hmm. and you're doing it on more than a level of like they're consumers of my product. Yep. Then you're, it's almost like you're coming down and we've kind of made this analogy before, but it's almost like you're coming down off of Olympus as a god. And, and, then, greeting the, and then greeting the people. Greeting the Greeks. We've yeah. had this conversation before uh, in regard to like going to E3 and bumping into some of the likes. But it's even worse when you're an A-list celebrity. When you're that huge, when you're an A-list mu- movie star or a- A-list musician or whatever, like it's hard. You're so cut off from people mm-hmm. 
Like you're pre- constantly presenting this product that is an image of you being more of a person because you're doing things like maybe interacting on Twitch, foreshadowing. Sure. Or you're or you're taking Instagram. The baseline, you're on Facebook and you have a profile and you make that profile show a side of you that's more human. So you're manufacturing this idea that you're more human, yet you're not interacting with people on the level that have you ever that have you ever listened to uh, his podcast? Who's that? Kevin. Kevin yeah, Smith. yeah, 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 yeah. And I, but 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 to round back to my point, I think Kevin Smith is somebody who never left his everyman pants. Gotcha. He never he keeps le- a he keeps a foot in each door, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. He always kept one foot in, one foot out. You mm-hmm. know, probably returning to Jersey periodically, seeing his old friends. I don't know if he sees his old friends, but making like, and he went back to making movies he wants. But to at make. least yeah. staying in touch with the core of who he was before he was famous, and that's rare, because most people start when they start their career, they start manufacturing from minute one. They start creating this fictitious version of who they are sure. for the world to see. It's easy to do when you're when you. Uh, live in the public eye like that and have to put on some kind of mask. Now, the alternative line of thinking there is that he's better than everyone else. Okay. He's the mastermind behind creating a, you know, filthy casual version of himself for the world to see. Like, mm-hmm. Or, you know, that's me being a cynic. That's me saying I'm very cynical of Kevin Smith because I don't know if I buy his shit. That's what that 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 I imagine could be the criticism that someone would throw out. Maybe he's just Hollywood and he's just making it up better than other people. Sure, I don't know, but the point is, is uh, you know, when you see somebody that that you feel you can identify with have a heart attack, you're like, oh wow, could happen to me. Like if I see Michael Jackson have a heart attack, I go, yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, but if Uh. I see Kevin Smith have a heart attack, I'm like. Oh, wow. Okay. How old am I again? Close to 40? Okay. He's definitely in his late 40s. I should probably think about this. Maybe I'm eating the wrong shit. (laughs) You know, like, it's something to think about. Not to take this show into a terrible direction. You already did it. But you brought it up when... Well, did I bring it up? I think you brought it up. Did I bring it up? I don't even remember how we got here. (laughs) Anyway, so Locke and Trip are in here. They are in here. This week, so we have a lot of room to just talk. Yeah, yeah, we have we got a lot of space to fill. Uh, so why don't you start with like what you've been playing, man? What's what's new? What's what's on your radar? Well, here's the thing, dude. I have been burning the candle on both ends. Now okay. I said that in my stream, and someone acted, you know, responded with, "I don't understand what you're talking about." I guess this is not. You don't do this all day, every day. I was going to say this is not must not be a common like phrase that. I assumed everyone knew this. Like th- this was a uh, what do they call them? An aphorism? No, it's not an aphorism. It's a uh, it's a, like a saying. That's a saying uh, that people when you say burning the candle on both ends, you're referring to like doing something late into the evening mm-hmm. and then also doing it in the morning, like working multiple jobs or yeah, like yeah, st- yeah. or like working and then partying and then working and then and right. like that's like burnt. That's like you're not taking care of yourself. You're not. You're not sleeping i adequately and right and I'm, n- I'm fucking not i want to give a shout out real quick jay prince do we mm-hmm. know jay prince is he in the is you, he one of your twitchies he comes when you're when you're uh, mitches i know him irl okay cool um he works at the loading dock he works at the job um he comes periodically into the stream and him and i were at the loading dock talking about um you know games we like to play and him and i have bonded over gta and i only bought it on 
the PS4. Mm-hmm. He bought it on the Xbox because he's an Xbox like diehard. Like he doesn't like uh, Sony, and he's very critical of, of PlayStation. And okay. Like um, but anyway, he bought um, uh, GTA Five on there and has been playing the online. And he's been telling me about like how good the business building aspects of the free DLC content that's been coming out for GTA online, how, how good it is and how much money you can make when you really get into it and start using it. He Playing also, the economy. He also showed me a way to get a, a private server, you know, Oh, it's not permanent. You, you basically, it's put, a private session. You reset yourself to a public session that can eventually fill up, mm-hmm. but there's a way to reset it to zero so that you're starting with nothing. Just you and your friends. Interesting. And then over time it could grow. People could come in, mm-hmm. but at that point you, you refresh the process. You, dump yourself out and go do the process over and you start yourself in another empty online space. Huh. A very, very neat way to play some of the online features because what if, if viewers don't understand the all GTA online business features are designed to be played with many people. Otherwise you could exploit them and make tons of money, uh, which is what he does. And the threat, the threat is you go to deliver product. You have to build product up, mm. you know, your drug of choice, weed, coke, uh, or uh, weed, coke, or meth. They don't have heroin, thank God. It's funny. This reminds me of, remember that old game, Dope Wars? No, I never played it. It was like an old, like, calculator game on oh, the TI-80s. Awesome. TI-80s. You were, it was just a text-based game, but you were, like, you were, like, buying and selling high, you know, buying low, selling oh. high. Like, a, like, it was, like, a drug-dealing game. This is really vaguely familiar, like, I knew it. Yeah, like yeah, and I'd it looks like it it's before. like translated into like the GTA world, no, which is cool. kind of funny. Um, but anyway, you have to build up your product, and once you build up your product, so you have to acquire supplies to build the product, mm-hmm. right? So you have to go and get like the supplies for the the making the weed, and then once the weed is made, it fills up a bar, and then you can sell it all for a value. You know, two hundred thousand. It could be six hundred thousand, depending on the product, right? Mm-hmm. Weed can sells considerably less than you know, meth or coke. And then meth, yeah. s- coke is the sells the best, right? And um, anyway, this is really hard because there's a 20 second countdown when mm-hmm. you go to deliver your product. Uh, well, sorry, it counts down from three minutes, and when it gets under 30 seconds, it goes public. So there's 30, 30 once your two or three minute countdown, you're driving to the place. I think you've talked about this before. I have, I have, yeah, I'm yeah. just reiterating. And at that point, everyone on the in the in the in that public server could they know be 30, they know a drug deal is going on. People they know a drug dealer is going on. Your icons are now on the map, and they come and bring out the jets. They bring out fighter jets, tanks, jet every, skis that fly, yeah. jet skis that fly. There's yeah. now there's now a DeLorean <laughs> from Back to the Future in the game, Holy and it, shit. It, it just flies vertical and fires rockets out of it. It can just hover. Oh, it can do oh, everything. My God, yeah. um, there's actually a pretty good clip of me jumping jumping out of the DeLorean at the highest height in the game, thinking that I had a parachute and just going right to my death. Splat. <laughs> yeah, it was so it was so much fun. Um, but anyway, so to do this in a public server full, it's really hard. Mm-hmm. And the worst part about it is you spend all this money or time building these resources. You don't want to lose it when you go to sell the product because right. it, it's almost like you wasted your time. You spent five hours one game session building up all your product and then all of a sudden boom you're 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 fucking fucking dead because because a guy shoots you out of the sky or whatever 
That's frustrating. That sounds frustrating. So we figured out if you start in an empty one, you can get a couple of these run, runs or raids or whatever you call them complete and earn the money. And it's good money. Like I made 200000 in-game dollars on one run. So what's the value of that? Like you get like a part, you can like just instantly just get an apartment or whatever. And then buy yeah, some I mean, cars. The, the cheapest apartment in the game is probably around 200,000. Okay. And that's like a dirt, nothing with like a two car garage. So spend a little bit of time doing this. You can get one of those high rise apartments, right? Do some heists. Yeah. Like the 8 million thing. And then you don't have to spend the money on the shark cards and that there in lies the reason why so GTA spending, online doesn't like the practice. Instead of spending real money, you're spending time. Just getting this done, yeah. just doing this thing, yeah. You're 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 not wasting any time. It's full maximum productivity. So he gifted to me my point mm. GTA Five to show me how good this is and how much how what he got you an Xbox copy. He got me an Xbox copy of GTA Five. I'm starting at zero. This is why I jump out of a plane or a. a the DeLorean and have no idea I don't have a parachute because I, I didn't realize the parachute fucking unlocks at like level five. Sure. Right. So it doesn't even, it doesn't even unlock until later. I didn't even realize that. I thought you just had a parachute from minute one. Uh, dump a bunch of things. Like I didn't realize, I forgot that the uh, character missions from the named NPCs, right. They call you when you're in the online version, you know, Lamar and like Lester, Lester and like all yeah. these guys. They call you to give you missions. That doesn't start happening until level five. So there's a whole five levels where you have to figure out what to do. This is a huge, in my opinion, this is a huge barrier to entry for that game. Now, one thing there are What if you just did like matchmaking? You games? could, yeah, you okay. could. But if you're with somebody that didn't want to do that and you wanted to find something to do in the open world, you see but all just these- just like activities. Like you any s- activities, right, you yeah. see all these players around you doing stuff and you don't understand why you have nothing to do. You're like, what the fuck? Like, why are people not calling me? Now, mm-hmm. in the game's defense, I did skip. I had the ability to skip the online tutorial missions. So maybe you earn enough XP to get to five by doing those. But I would think that if I skipped them, they would give me level five. But maybe they don't. Maybe they just skip them. And then you don't earn the XP. You mm-hmm. miss it. Um, because there's like a sample race and a sample death match or something that you do. And then, then you're ready to go. You're in the open world. But I, I, I had a skip option and I went, fuck it. I'll skip that. I played this before. Yeah. And then I got out there and I just started doing, doing the stuff, but there are things that I just don't have. I don't have a house yet. I don't have a fleet of cars. I don't have any planes. I don't have any of this stuff. So I'm like a target and, oh, uh, fresh meat. So, all I'll talk about, because I don't want to take too much time off of, off of you and some of the awesome news points that we're, we're going to talk about. But, Totes. But what I found to be pretty interesting is I'm like a vulnerable lamb in this space when I'm mm-hmm. by myself. That's why I actually don't even prefer to play it without other people. Um, but I'm like this vulnerable lamb who can just get killed whenever somebody comes near me because I'm so low level. So I was getting killed a lot this one night and I was trying to like, they, there's this new gun that's like a promotion for Red Dead where it's like a... That's exciting. Is it like a revolver? Yes. It's awesome, an old school awesome. one and you get it by following a bunch of buried treasure. So you basically, you find these clues that are buried and there's like people who got murdered and da 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 da. That's really cool. You drive all over the map, right? So I'm, I'm trying to solve this and I'm not accomplishing it because somebody will inadvertently kill me and then I don't get to the next point. And I have to go back to the beginning and start over because you got to do them all 
consecutively without dying, I think. Um, if you die, resets then, it. then it resets it to the original point. So I think, I, I, don't quote me on that. But so I decided, no, I don't think it resets. I think the point still stays on the map, but I just wasn't making it because I was dying every time I would attempt a, a length of this, right? You know, arm one, going from point A to point B. I never even made it to B to C to C to D because I had people killing me. So, so anyway, so I go and I say, fuck it. I'm just going to take cabs. Now, there's no fast travel. There's, fast travel, in, there's fast travel in the... N- I'm just going to hail an Uber. Right. I'm just going to call an Uber and do this. I can't just I, get a I car. wish Uber was in it. It's just cab companies. But I could steal one, but you know, whatever. It's whatever. People got to make a living. It, it created a really interesting psychological effect because everybody's response to Did you, you drive within the lines too? No, I wasn't driving. Oh. <laughs> Dude, so I called a cab to go from point A to point B. I called a cab and the cab picks me up and I wait on the side of the road. And then I just ride. And I wait to see if someone decides to kill me. Now, most people's response is immediately to come and blow the cab up. But here's where it gets fucked up. Because they think that my immediately immediate reaction is going to be to pulverize them back. But I have no guns. At one point, I had zero bullets. I had a gun. Oh, my God. Zero this bullets. sounds awful. Yeah. And uh, so I, this guy kills me and blows up the cab. And I went, oh, fuck. And this is what I would do in reaction to somebody being aggressive like this for no reason. I would get, I would blow up, die, respawn somewhere, walk back to the side of the road exactly where the guy killed me. Stand there, call a cab, and wait. Call another damn cab. I would have people walk up to me and start doing emotes at me. I would have people who would stand there and... and like Literally like, I have no guns. I would I have, have nothing. I would have people who would come up and immediately shoot me and kill me again. Then I would walk back and take a cab, call a cab, <laughs> cab again. I literally kept doing this over and over again until it got to the point where I had two dudes who were following along with me and doing what I was doing. Just waiting for cabs. They literally would call their own cabs. One guy called, I, I called a cab and he got in my cab and he rode with me to the next point. It's like, it's like, it's like Uber rideshare. But Uber people, people did not know what to do with the fact that I was not being aggressive. You weren't to responding them. to their bully, their uh, bullying. Tactics. I wasn't responding at all. I was just getting killed and walking back to the side. Yeah, that's of the road gotta be like, that's cab. like a study in human behavior right there. Yeah. Like, like amplified in game form, but it was super fun. But anyway, my point is, is I'm burning the candle on both ends doing dumb shit like this. This is not on stream. This was none of this was on stream. This I you did just, this all, you having fun off. Air. I did all of this just completely not on stream. I also started playing the story version again. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going through that, and I'm going to try and 100, 100% checklist it. Cool. But I'm not doing that on the stream. And, oh, well, I, I'm thinking that I might do a night stream just to show people my progress and where I am and what I've been doing, play a couple missions or whatever. But um, but for the most part, I think I'm just kind of doing that. And then in the stream, I'm, I've focused in on Kingdom Come Deliverance and completing my Assassin's Creed No Hood um, Nightmare. Now, uh, you were doing that that history tour. Oh, I did that. Yeah. Oh, I, we didn't get a well, chance to too talk much about time that. On it. You've I won't. You've been talking a while, but no, it's it's real basic. The discovery tour mode is like literally like walking into a museum, and the only thing that I'll note that's really cool is you can fast travel anywhere and take any part of the tour, so you don't have to just start in Siwa and do it in order. No, I started like in Rome, uh, not Rome, um, uh, Alexandria. I started in Alexandria, mm-hmm. 
Uh, the cool thing is the two things that I thought were really cool. You can pick any avatar. So when I took the Cleopatra tour, I was Cleopatra, Cleopatra. which I thought was really cool. Um, and it's cool. Like uh, a narrator comes up like a, a tour guide, a tour guide shows up um, and they say funny things when you put your controller down and you don't. So I put the controller down and like the tour guide said, uh, you know, what's you know, what's better about taking a museum tour in a video game? The omnipresent voice, <laughs> you know, like so they, they would it. say they would say like funny shit when you weren't like touching it. Yeah. Um, but then when you moved through it, they would just narrate as you got to points, just like a museum, like like you were wearing um, one of those interactive headsets. Great, great yeah. example of me doing this in real life was the I took the tour of the Eastern State Penitentiary in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Cool. And uh, I went through the tour. I got the headphones. I put them on. And Steve Buscemi was the narrator. That's so funny. And what's crazy is I, at the time, was watching Boardwalk Empire when it was on TV. So I'm like, holy shit, this is not, not a Nucky. Nucky's on my tour here. That was his name in the show. Nucky. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, it was really cool. But uh, what what are you uh, what have you been doing, dude? What have I been doing? Um, I guess I'll start with uh, this past weekend, I went to Trips, Trip Zero TV. Oh, Trip you Zero. went to Trip Zero TV's place? I did, because oh. I'm all about his Metal Gear March. Now it's funny that I'm. Well, why t- wouldn't you be taking taking trips? Trip's not here right now. He's on vacation. He's doing a little trip. Yeah, he's in Vegas. Tri- trip's on a trip somewhere out there. In, in, yeah, I think you can see him on his Twitter. I think he's posting stuff. Maybe I don't probably know. Probably on Instagram. Yeah, probably there. Um, but I am so all about this Metal Gear journey that he's taken uh, because I love everything about Metal Gear. Have you have you popped into yes, his stream? I, I was in there when he was playing Metal Gear Solid One. Perfect. And I kept saying in my head when I was watching it, this looks really familiar. But then I realized as I was watching it, that I, I thought I had written in the chat, I think I played this before. But then Probably. I looked I looked at screenshots and footage of Metal Gear Solid 2, which I do remember explicitly playing. That was a, that was a big deal when that came and out. And I realized that the structure of the game was the same. Yep. Just the graphics got better. Yeah, it had the it has the top down, the yeah. radar, and then it's all stealth based. It's and all that's like definitely gameplay. so I definitely played Metal Gear Solid 2. Perfect. And I had a um, good time with that. So yeah. I was there for when he was finishing up um Metal Gear Solid 1 and he got stuck on the last the Rex, Metal Gear Rex, the boss. Um, is that the one that has like the the fun It's a big robot. The big yeah, but that is that the one that has like the the, the AR thing like the Go on. They do something in your console to like, like read the, read parts of your game. No, that's the psycho manis, the psychic manis boss fight, which is in what? That's in Metal Gear Solid One. Oh, it is in that. That's one. not All the right. final boss. Not the final boss. So he's because Metal Metal Gear has the every Metal Gear has a really cool cast of bosses, except for Five. Five did not really have that. Did, but. Yeah. yeah, they did it a little bit differently, Five. It was more open world, more all that. But um, Psychic Manus was one of those characters who, at first, you can't shoot him. You can't hit him. He just dodges everything because it re- it's revealed later if you call your commanding officer, Colonel Campbell. He goes, he's reading your controller. You have to switch the controller port. And he actually, Psychic Manus reveals this to you in the beginning when he goes, I know everything about you. I can read your memory card. You like Castlevania. You play a lot of racing games. Like he'll he'll yeah. back in the day in Metal Gear Solid One. This is what dude as a kid that would freak you oh, out. Oh yeah, and then during the fight, remember old TVs? It would go. You have like the green text that would be like video one, video two. Remember yeah, old TVs like that. Yeah. Well, the game did that too during the fight. It would go Psychic Manus would go blackout, and then the screen would go black, and then the corner would go Hideo one. 
it would say Hideo Hideo one, and yeah. then it looked like your TV changed inputs for like a second to like just to like freak you out a little bit, and then it would come back in, and then you would he would continue to. Dodge Do you think it really did that? No, no. The no, game no. the game just made your like, screen black and said oh, Hideo, the idea was that it was supposed to trick you. It was breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, it's great. Um, and then the the solution to that fight. Sorry, spoilers for a twenty year old game. Uh, you switch the controller ports to the to the second controller. Oh, cool. And then he couldn't read your thoughts anymore. So it was like a like a fourth wall but breaking. Who figured thing. that out? Except eventually, for Hideo. Eventually, uh, the colonel the colonel would call you, or you would you would call your your you have a support staff in your codec. You have like a yeah, a yeah. phone book Pe- people that you would talk to. Yeah, I and um, that. the colonel would go, "I got it. You have to switch your controller port. He's reading your thoughts. He's reading your movements. So like that was like a cool thing and. The second game does another fourth wall breaking thing like that too. I don't think Trip has got there yet, so I'm not going to actually say, say uh, what it. Don't spoil but, that. Yeah, because he forgot. He forgot. Oh man, the end of Metal no, no, no. I'm too. asking you. Do you think Trip? Forgot oh, I did mo- not watch him play that boss fight. Unfortunately, oh, I was. Uh, I, I he uh, our schedule is not all mixed up, but I really wanted to be there for just him playing Metal Gear at all. I might even ask him if I can join him again because I just really enjoy this the journey that these games take you. You were in his chat. I was. You sitting, were in Discord. Sitting, I was sitting next to him. Oh, you sat with him. I was because you were at his house. You said that. You said that. You brought over some beers, watched him play a little Metal Gear. It was oh, great. That's fun. It was really fun. You were I the guy. Again. The guy in the chair. I was the guy in the chair. You know what's really fucked up? What's up? None of you guys have been in my chair, and I've had numerous people <sighs> on my show. It's. I mean, nine to five jobs, man. It <laughs> sucks. Morning coffee. If you coffee. if you did more night stuff, it would probably work out. But. Well, we could always do a Saturday. But uh, yeah, we can work. Th- we can think of work on something like that. I would like to do a Saturday um, with you. I would like that as well. Um, I've also been streaming a lot more. I've been trying to stream a lot more. Yeah, I've been on. I've been on air doing a lot of PUBG. Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Neo Aoshi. All one word. A O S H I. Correct. Neo Aoshi. Yeah, I need them. Please follow him. Very close to affiliate. I got, I got all yeah. my hours in. I just need uh, I need average viewers up. Oh, you're looking at those uh, little the achievements. Little achievements you're unlocking. Yeah, yep. yeah. So I'm enjoying that. Um, and this weekend I definitely want to do like a different game. Than, I've been doing a lot of PUBG, obviously, because it's just the easiest thing to hop in and just play. Yeah, why uh, wouldn't you? Been playing a lot of first person mode, getting really a lot better at that. Um, the idea That's was probably the only way I would play it. in first person, not yeah. third person. That no. makes sense. Um, I like third person initially because it makes it, it feels like a Metal Gear game to me because I, you hide, you're spending a lot of time sneaking around bushes, trying not to get caught by people, but I've decided to change my gameplay style now. So instead of going for safe bets out of the plane, like safe drops, I want to go for the most dangerous, what we call hot drops, where most people will try and drop and get geared up really fast and then where most of the fights happen. Early Initially. on in the game, yeah, like so. There's always a. Big Why do you want to do that? Uh, two reasons. Um, to prove to people you can do it. No, well, no. I know I can't do it. I'm not. I'm not as good as. Uh, I'm not that good. Um, but I want to get better at the game. So this is the best way for me to understand the shooting a lot better because the shooting isn't like your average battlefield shooting. Yeah, that's it's true. It's not like that. It's the recoil is completely random. Um, and recoil it's, is random. Yeah, so it's that, not like is that, is that more realistic? Kinda. The way Brandon Green, the crea- the creator, described it as like, whereas like if you're firing a gun in, in Battlefield, you can assume you know how your gun's gonna recoil. It'll it'll go up, and you know how to adjust for that recoil, right? You just you subconsciously do it automatically, right? 
you always you always try and get keep your reticle on the guy. But with PUBG, if you if you fire a gun, even if you go like bam, 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 the the gun might not always uh, kick back in the same way. It might veer that's, to the left, veer to the right. That left. seems more realistic. It does, and it, that's actually what he's going for. So I want to get better at shooting, and the only way for me to do that is to get into gun battles. So even if I'm not going straight for like the sneaky chicken dinner win, I want to go for so instead of my my goal instead of getting first place is now how many kills can I get in a match? How many people can I take down before I get taken down? Can I get that gun before they do? And can I survive a small area with like 10, 15 people? Um, so I did that a lot of that yesterday and a lot of that on Sunday. And actually, it's it's spiced the game up for me because instead of spending like 30 minutes sneaking around trying to catch those circles, I'm now sometimes I'll survive these encounters and, and like last long in the match, but sometimes I don't. And, but I get into this great, cool, you know, heart racing battle in the beginning of the match and then do it again. Uh, that's definitely sounds like, um, when I play battlefield one, mm-hmm. the difference between playing, um, the control maps, is it called control where no, you're, called, where you're um, pushing? It's not is called it? control. That's destiny. It's called, um, Oh my fuck. Is it God. the game type where you're like push? conquest? It's called yeah. conquest. So it's it's uh, like Counting playing points when you play conquest. They're giant maps yep. with a lot of room to breathe and a lot of room to like kind of dig in mm-hmm. and, at, you know, assess where you are versus when you play the deathmatch match uh, maps, which are real tight. Right. You know, you dra- get dropped into a deathmatch. You're always going to bump into somebody immediately. Yes. And the killing just it's over and over and over. Yeah. Again. You want to keep up that pace. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. So yeah, that's that's what I've been going for. In the but it's game. good practice, exactly. And and a lot of people complain. Like I've heard uh, listening to the GSM podcast, friends of the show. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Requiem, Diamond Jab, Diamond Jab, Diamond Jab. Yeah, Requiem Knight. I heard talk. They were talking about PUBG, and she's like, I won't. She was paraphrasing here. She's like, I won't play PUBG because there's nowhere for me to practice to get good at the game. Otherwise, I'm thrown in a game with all these people who are just going to, I'm just going to walk on the field and get shot. Right well, away. hopefully she's listening to this and then she can hey, maybe that. she is. So I figured this is a really good way for me to practice the game. Drop into a location where uh, usually, like I'll give you an example. There's a location in, the ma- in one of the maps called The School. And it's just a big school. Oh man, this is, you know what, I'm going <laughs> to. What? It's, a, it's an area of the game where a lot of weapons spawn. Like a ton. But what were you going to... St- oh, oh, in relation to probably the world, not pr- world events? A pr- not appropriate to talk about dropping a skull and shooting a lot of people. <laughs> but that is the name of the location. <laughs> I mean, um, it's in it's in a game. It's in a game. You're not incriminating. Donald Trump is incriminating video games, not Not you. me, not me, no. Um, so a lot of people will... Like, you'll see, when you drop out of these planes, you'll see like... You're not shooting 30. kids. No, okay, we're moving past it. We're moving past it. <laughs> When you drop out of the plane, you'll see like 30 people just go for this location because they want to gear up really fast and then either yeah. and get into an instant gunfight. And yeah. that's that, those are like the best places to uh, to like go to get better, I, I want to say, because it's forcing you to in, encounter people and get and get those uh, encounters. Uh, that in. strategy makes perfect sense. And it's no different than doing it. Like I said, loading up death matches so you can get right. better at, at tighter encounters. Because I never was getting good. At, I, I'm still not good at conquest in Battlefield One. Yeah. it's just too widespread for it's, me. It's definitely more strategy. The, that game mode is definitely all about your team working exactly. together. It's and less and death matches. You rely on yourself. I just more or less. I love storming doors over and over again in 
the, the deathmatch maps because it is on the same terrain. It's in a, it's like the deathmatch maps in Battlefield One are a part of the conquest maps. Yep. You're just playing on a small, smaller piece. So Correct. you're familiar with the buildings and you know where they are. Oh, yeah. Um, but you get to play it tighter and it, there's no real vehicles or anything like that. And it takes away a lot of the, the garbage. It oh, makes, yeah. it makes, makes Battlefield One Call of Duty. <laughs> as yeah. I mean, as essentially, yes. Um, but yeah, um, another game I've been playing was Counter-Strike. I hopped back into Counter-Strike because people on my Discord server wanted to play Counter-Strike again. I still don't know how that game plays. I don't really it's, un it's understand fun. it. it. It's fun. What's but the style of game? What is it? There's no, there's no aiming down sights. So there's no ADS. As, so it's as just the, third, third person. No, it's first person. But the gun is constantly at, at your side, at like your, your, it seems like you're constantly. Like Halo hit. 1? Yes. Jesus. It's exactly what That's it is. That's terrible. So what you do to aim better is you you walk so the reticle stays close or you crouch and then it gets even closer. That's how you that's how you get those tight shots in. This so is an old ass game. It's an old ass game. <laughs> it's an old ass game. Um did, did this game come out when Halo had come out? Around the time. The original Counter-Strike like 1.6 era, that's like 99, 98. Yeah. yeah so that sounds that's right. some old shit. Then Counter-Strike Source came out when Half-Life 2 came out. That was shortly after that. And then a few years ago, I want to say like six years ago at this point, uh, Counter-Strike Global Offensive came out. And that's like the redone, updated version of Counter-Strike. People still play it like heavily. They play it competitively. Um, but it's and it's like a, it's like one of those games where you, you die, you're dead for the round, and you have to wait for the round to end. Um, and it's all about terrorists versus counter-terrorists. And the terrorists plant a bomb, and the counter-terrorists have to stop that. That's it. That's essentially the game mode. Um, people Is that similar to Siege? kind of siege is definitely taking a lot of cues from that game style. Yeah. Um, because it does eliminate, you do eliminate your team and until the last person standing or until the terrorist. So it is a, both of those, those games are last man standing games. Kind of pretty much. Uh -huh. Yes. More or less. Yes. Okay, um, cool. Uh, people designed other game modes in counter strike, which are kind of cool. Like, uh, there's a game called gun game, which is pretty fun. Uh, you start out, you, you gain levels in during the match, right? You know, it's not like a last man standing style. What happens is, is you'll kill someone and you get a new gun, kill another person, you get a new gun and it like just swaps out these guns. You'll get better guns and then it'll reset you. And then, so like you're, it's, you're constantly working your way up levels to get new guns. And it's just a fun way to like spice up your the gameplay. So I'm, I streamed a little bit of that on Sunday as well. That was a lot of fun to play. To jump you, back into. It took me back. So in playing a retro game like that, did you did you get more people randomly coming in? The game's still very, very popular. No, it looks, I mean... It looks very modern still. It's a very modern game still. What? No, what I meant, though, did, did your stream, did you have more people come in or was it oh, just your average? That's a good question. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you not? You don't look at the numbers. I, I do. I, I peek at them as I'm playing. Um, I usually average out around three or four people in my and stream. And that's what you had. Yeah. I, I need to keep consistent uh, average of three people in my stream so I can... can, can bleh, so I can complete my affiliate stats. Well, you know what I figured out about it. What's right? up? Uh, there's a, it's about a hundred to one follower to viewer ratio. That's what it's about. That's what it comes out comes out. Because I, I have fifty three followers right now. Right. So you don't even have a hundred. No. So that means you you technically shouldn't even be getting one. Well, lucky me. How about that? Right. Well, so if you're getting if you're getting one when yep. you're under a hundred, you are above the curve. Sweet. If you're getting three, you're way above the curve. That makes me feel like good about it. You're like 300% productive with, with, not even, with 
three people. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I mean, this is not a true statement. This is just what I observe with my own stream. Sure. I mean, I I'm I have close on Twitch. I have close to two thousand followers, and on a regular basis, I'm anywhere from fifteen to twenty people. Twenty's on a good day. Most of the time, it's fifteen. Today, I had ten. That's pretty tops. awesome, though. Yeah. Very so cool. it's but it's like it fluctuates, but like it's it's a, a rough way to analyze it in your own head if you're worried about whether you're getting people watching. Like you, you can't when you're at that starting point, you can't go, oh, it sucks. No one's coming in. You know, you just got to keep at it. But you, you don't you haven't notified enough people. You sure. know, you you expect to get you hope for one percent of your total follows. That's what you hope for. One percent. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So this weekend, I do hope to. I want to do a probably Ratchet and Clank stream that was free on PS Plus this week or this month. So, and I've never played any of the Ratchet and Clank games, and everything I've seen, it's a gorgeous. I have. Game. It's pretty. And pretty you good. should play it. I'm gonna. I'll do that. I'll stream it on Saturday. I will tell you that you can't use any of the footage in your Twitch stream for later on, like YouTube or anything. They always they block it out because the Ratchet, no Ratchet and Clank was a movie, and technically it falls under the rights of. It'll get copyright claimed. Uh, immediately. I won't put it on my YouTube. I'm the the one it. I put on my YouTube got like all kinds of weird flags. I was worried I was going to get a copyright strike. It's totally just for the person, the people who hop in my stream. Yeah, good. No, I mean, nothing's going to happen to you when you stream it. Like, yeah. I didn't have any problem with the stream. Twitch didn't do anything while I was streaming it. But like, but I put the clip to YouTube and it got like a cop. I, I, it didn't get a copyright strike, but I was worried it was going to because that's how many like infractions it had. It was ridiculous. Awesome. Well, let's move on to some news. How about that? Yeah, I'm down for it because we uh, we're making good time here. We're halfway through. Uh, let's uh, first thing. This happened last week, but uh, Ubisoft announced that they're making Division Two. Division Two is coming. You you are somebody. I, I mean, I'm lukewarm on that, sure. but you're somebody who's been playing it recently. Does yeah. that excite you? Does that it does t- tingle? It does, the, and the the lower it makes part me, of your it abdomen? makes me definitely feel good about it since launch. Yes, I feel super tingly about it. <laughs> Um, Division is an example of a game that I think learned from their mistakes and fi- made made the appropriate steps to fix what was wrong with their 1.0 release. Hey, so did Assassin's Creed. And they <laughs> look. I give Ubisoft a lot of shit for a lot of the things they do, but one thing they they've been really good at is supporting their latest titles. They've been really good at supporting games mm-hmm. past their their you know essentially their milking ghost point. recon is outstanding you know, go, rainbow six is great right now for honor there they just added dedicated servers you know all this good stuff oh they're still supporting for honor they're still supporting for honor <laughs> i thought they shit canned that i don't care it's on uh, playstation has a massive sale right now i don't know if you knew this no, i didn't know i linked you a game that i uh, i linked you hidden agenda remember oh that? yeah yeah yeah. i saw the link it's I saw it's, the link. it's like 85 percent off it's like four dollars that's the that's the PlayLink game. Yeah, why don't you get that? I'm gonna I'm freaking getting it. We so play you it. can play it on. Uh, it's a great streaming game uh, with multiple people. How could you bring that over here without bringing a whole console? What, what uh, I log into my account and download it. Oh, you could log in on my PlayStation, Pro- probably. And then like, we do it. It's not a Switch. I can't just you know bring my Switch over. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take my Switch I anyway. I know what you mean. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I do. Because you have a Switch. I mean, I switches are Switch is pretty cool, right? Switch <laughs> yeah, is pretty cool. So um, we got Switch news later. Don't worry about that, guys. I'm going to talk about Switch. <laughs> Um, so anyway, That's I'm excited. Kind of funny guys uh, out there. So this, uh, I predicted earlier in the year that we would probably see Division Two at some point, a tease at E3. I, and I had a feeling they would do that. So they actually confirmed here. They said the game will be shown at E3 this June. 
That is exciting. Very excited. So my, my guess city? is... New city? That's my guess. They're probably going to take it to a different... Not oh, New York. Oh, if they take it to a different city. I was, I'm thinking Los Chicago. Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Chi- don't do Chicago. They did that for Watch, Watch Dogs. Dogs I that. Know. Then I would call it Watch Dogs 3. Watch Dogs. <laughs> I would call it Watch Dogs 3 the whole time. Dude, sure, do, do you sure. realize how much... The division reminded me of Watchdogs when I first started playing the division. Yeah, it has that like futurist techie vibe. Seasoned, yeah. I'm a seasoned Watchdogs player. I, yeah, p- I played Watchdogs. I played Watchdogs two for a little bit, mostly Watchdogs. I like, like Watch. I play Watchdogs one. Yeah. But I had just rolled off of playing Watchdogs when Division came out, and I rolled into Division and I went, "God damn it, this game is the same," <laughs> because it's third party. Yeah. Uh, or sorry, third person. Third person. Yeah. And uh, it just felt that way, dude. Um, but I, I think it would be cool for them to take it to Los Angeles. That would be pretty sweet. I mean, they took Watch Dogs. They did Watch Dogs 1 in Chicago, Watch Dogs 2 in San Francisco. Yep. They did Division 1 in New York. The only other cities, major cities, would be L.A. What if or they, Washington. Hear, me, hear, hear, hear this. What if they took it to like like a modern-day Paris? Uh, any yeah. or like a Spain or like a cool like like take it overseas like the virus spreads you know that would mean? be cool because um, if they continue their their like Barcelona their story, yeah hell Barcelona yeah. map that'd be, be pretty sweet you don't see that a lot in games yeah um, except in like Assassin's Creed and but you see that in the past that's all that's all history based yeah you know what I mean yeah do you have a do you do you have this like concept in your head that like I think secretly Ubisoft is trying to make a giant open world like. And they're just, and then eventually they're like, okay, we made all these maps. What if we just fucking connected them? Yeah. What if we just made the the perfect open world game? They feel like if you feels, hop on, you go to an airport in game, and then yeah. you just, you, I'm gonna go to Chicago. I'm gonna go to New York. Right. All these different storylines, like it seems like they're trying to craft like this giant connected universe of and, games. And then like they just drop hints like, oh, Abstergo lives in is in Division somewhere. <laughs> yeah, you know exactly. Like, like Abstergo then, launched the the virus. Oh, well, I don't know. That's that's see that's that's did too, you dig deep in the lore of Division? Yeah, Abstergo didn't launch the virus. I don't know. I'm just asking. No. We didn't dig I deep. Think, well, the the story of Division was like this this Division agent went rogue and he's the one who dropped the virus. He okay. put it in a bunch of money and then he distributed the money in during Black Friday. And, and how do we know there isn't some like fucking Conspiracy? computer email or something somewhere in there that says that that guy was originally with some there's rogue group from Paris? I can't confirm it right now and I don't feel like looking it up, but there's definitely an Abstergo reference in division somewhere. I know. There's definitely somewhere there. And then there's And the, there's one in Watch Dogs. I know that. There's a shit ton of division references in Ghost Recon and there's there's a Is Watch there really? Dogs Assassin's Creed reference. I mean, that sounds pretty I didn't even play me. through Watch Dogs 2 yet to know all the weird <laughs> easter eggs they dropped in that shit. Right. They're just making a connected universe, man. It's all fucked up. Well, speaking of other things that were announced this year or yeah. that we knew was coming yeah. eventually. Uh Shadow of the Tomb Raider was just announced. I just got done playing both of those games back to back, dude. I am Good stuff. psyched. I am fucking psyched. Excited for and I'm, the movie. And I'm excited for the movie, which I think you and I should go see. I think we should go see it. I know, I have my one of my friends still wants to see Black Panther. He oh, hasn't seen Black Panther. He yet. hasn't. No. So he wants to like go the see the friend that. that I met? My roommate wants to see it. Not the one that came to the theater with you that one time. That was him. Was that him? What did, what did we see together? A Marvel movie. I don't know which one. We've seen everyone. That sounds like it was. It's probably him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And he he backed out of that one Did time. He have glasses? No. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he didn't. I don't remember. I don't remember either. Now. Fuck it. Let's not. We, we've seen a lot of movies together at this point. We've seen like all the Marvel movies in the past like th- th- two or three years together. <laughs> yeah. 
It's been a lot. And a lot of people come with us, like a huge groups. Yeah. So, I mean, you heard what happened with me, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to rehash it. <laughs> Pretty much last show we recorded, we found out they moved the date up yeah. of, of so Avengers. I have, to, I have to go to a late show that, that, that day. That means we're not going to see it together. Nah, unless Probably not. <sighs> shit. Unless you wait. I'm going to think, I'm gonna have, to, I have to think about how I'm going to do this I would now. never force you to wait. If you if you don't no. if you don't have this to. is what I'm probably gonna do about that I'm probably gonna try and see like a Saturday matinee that's what I'm probably gonna do that that weekend instead of going that Thursday I'm going that Thursday night oh you you figured it out no no I, I can't go to the seven o'clock show on that Thursday night I can go to a late show oh that's not gonna be an issue I just know for a fact that I can't do the one I want to do my complaints have nothing to do. With not being able to go. It has to do with not being able to choose when I want to go. That's fair. That's all. All right. We'll talk about this off air. Yeah, we'll, 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 fig- we'll figure this we out. Because Laura Croft is back. Yeah. And she's in theaters and she's coming back to consoles. So apparently they they teased before the movie dropped uh, Thursday, today, they uh, said, hey, guys, there's a new Tomb Raider coming and we're going to show you the teaser. And then apparently the teaser was also in, in one of the trailers for the uh, movie. So if you see the movie, you'll see a teaser for the game that comes out this fall. So in the trailer. In the in the trailers for the movie. You know the the pre trailers for that you you Oh, oh, oh let's pretend you, you go you see go into the you go to Tomb Raider, watch the movie. You'll see it as a trailer. Oh, yeah, yeah. So fuck, they they drop fuck that. Yeah, dude, I really yeah. want to see that. Wait, but that wasn't just for some premiere. It I mean yes, it was for the premiere. But they're not going to they're not It's gonna, online. You can see it online. The teaser. The trailer for the game. The game, yes. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, don't worry. So, so they announced it will be out. There's September. so much Tomb Raider. I know, I know. <laughs> There's a lot going on in this. But it'll be out, uh, Shadow Tomb Raider will be out September 14th on all consoles now, this is, and, and computer. No console exclusivity this time. Remember what they did last yes, year? Yes, yes, yes. Xbox first, and then in the spring they did PC, and then in the next the next year they did P, uh, PS4. Yeah. I think that really hurt the that game. I though. think they know that. Yeah. So really excited. Now I can just not wait to play the game. I'm just going to get it on PC day one. Perfect. Saves me trouble. Do it. Um, it looks like they're going for like this Mayan Aztec uh, theme. They're going instead. You mean she's going to like climb through yeah. tombs? Ta- climb through. T- yeah. <laughs> what? She's going to do what? She's going to raid tombs. She's going to raid some tombs. <laughs> so that's all about that. Um, and that's very exciting. I like those games so much. I think those games are terrific. Uh, I am excited about the Tomb Raider movie Me too. because I played both of the games recently and I know the storylines and I know what they're creating for in terms of like, well, I don't know the exact plot. Reviews but I know- have been middling, but the people who I trust saying it's a really cool action flick and they do Lara Croft justice. Yeah, that's that's what I'm getting out of it. Oh, well, what I see from what I what I watched the trailer is it's almost like they're combining the two first games. They're taking out. Yes, that's what it seems like. They're cherry picking information from both. They, of them. I mean, they obviously they got they got her look from the games. They down. got the look from the from game one. There's like and an they, I, the boat and, and the island the and islands, the boat and all yeah. that stuff. But but they're definitely. I think they're the, the villain is is he's coming from the second game, right? And like her dad has was in the second game a lot more. Like they use her dad as like a plot yeah. point a lot more. Yeah, yeah. And it sounds like that's also being taken over here. Yep. So hey, man. Uh, that sounds pretty cool. I'm, I want to do that. I want to see that movie. I know, I know we have some other news points. Um, I just wanted to bring up, yeah, because uh, we're on the subject of video game movies. Yes. I just want to bring up, and we can talk about it in another show when it gets closer to its release, but 
the buzz right now for Ready Player One is that it's great. I was watching numerous trailers. I, I, I've heard people were talking about it. Middling and, reviews as well. No, you you heard it wasn't good. Like people are half and half on I have, it. I've heard people are like, yeah, you'll have a lot of fun seeing all these cool references, but at the same time, yeah, I mean, like, yes, I've heard it was. That's really what fun. I heard when the trailer was first witnessed. Mm-hmm. But I heard recently they did a a, a private screening mm-hmm. that was a surprise for a bunch of people that didn't expect to watch it at some event. Maybe it was South by Southwest. And the people who watched it but on surprise, yeah. the reactions from people coming out were generally and good. writing on social media about it were that they really enjoyed it. People were tweeting really positive things when they came out about it. And they like not just like, I'm caught up in the buzz of getting something for free type thoughts. Like, like oh, we're all experiencing like, this together. Like well yeah. thought out like analogies and comparisons to previous Steve, uh, Steven Spielberg works and uh, references the the. They, the one person said that it wasn't just a bunch of references piled together. It actually pulled a large chunk of the narrative from the book. Cool. And did a good job at it. I mean, I did hear they had to like change some things to make it a pro- like to, to translate it to a, the big screen. Uh, well, but that uh, always happens in books. Rule, rule number one is they had to change all the shit that references Steven Spielberg directly. Because <laughs> he directed it? Because I guarantee you he didn't want to reference himself. Why the wouldn't whole he time. want to reference? That's fun. He seems Come like on. the kind of guy. He's going to be in the movie. He's got to be. No, no. He's going to reference his own characters. Oh, just not Spielberg. There were specific explicit references to Spielberg in the book. As being like this, like the hero. Icon of like, yeah. There might have even been a Spielberg planet in the Oasis and like all this shit. I don't think he's going to do any of that. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, moving on to more announcements. Yeah. This has just been a, two weeks of announcements. I know this is a week late. We missed a week and we apologize for that. But like, I really want to talk about this. You want to know why? Because it's Nintendo Switch related. It's the Nintendo Direct? This is the Nintendo Direct that was last week. And I'm going to just go over Can a few of the Can you explain to both me and the listening audience what that is? So Because the, it sounds like there's some other... This is, is how... Is this like Nintendo Z3? No, this is not. But this is how Nintendo likes to share their announcements, essentially. They put on some, a 15 minutes sometimes, sometimes 30 minutes of a, of a YouTube video. They'll put out, they'll stream it on their, on their Twitch. They'll put it out everywhere. How often? Um, let's see. They did one, a smaller one in like January or February. They did one in March. Um, and they'll announce little things here and there. And then they'll save a big one, a big reel for the E3. And then they just they, they take each quarter of the year to uh, to announce some upcoming products. So it's quarterly. It seems that way. So it's for the stockholders. It's for everybody. You these sure? Are, these are def- these aren't like yeah, when they're this watched is for everybody. When they're but you sure they're not it doesn't seem financial? No, because when you watch them they're they're geared to present uh gamers with this with this information. Okay. You should watch you should watch one sometime. I would they're love pretty to. cool. Um they announced a whole bunch of stuff. They said there are 3DS announcements. Switch announcements and um, more details on the Mario Tennis Aces game coming out. Okay. Um, so I'm just going to go over a few of the big things that are that, that they announced. The South Park Fractured Butthole is coming to Switch. Fractured Butthole? Fractured Butthole. Um, fractured Butthole. Fractured Butthole. <laughs> um, Okami HD is coming to Switch. It's a fun game. They had like 15 minutes of like Mario Aces talk, I want to say. They talked about game modes and style of gameplay and all that stuff. Coming out on my birthday, June 22nd. Wait, what is? Mario Tennis Aces. Does that matter to you? No. No. I don't care about that game as much. Yeah. A few of my friends are uh, wanna are saying, hey, get it. We're going to all do tournament. They announced like a tournament mode and stuff. Well, 
is this a callback to a previous? You know how Super Mario Kart or whatever. Mario Tennis was a like a DS game and a 3DS got game. It, got so it. there have been other Mario, te- and there was a GameCube one. I want to say uh, there's probably one on the Wii that makes most sense because of the Wii mode. But yeah. um, and like, see, I see, my excitement. I skipped two whole generations of Nintendo systems. So I mean, I didn't have a Wii. I didn't have a Wii U. Um, I had a GameCube. That was like the last thing I had. So like me being back in this Nintendo train is really exciting to me. Nintendo 64 right here, bro. Oh, shit. I still have a Nintendo 64. I went from nin- Nintendo 64 to a Switch. To a Switch. That's jarring as hell. <laughs> um, Crash Bandicoot's finally coming other systems. People predicted that for a while. Oh, he's coming to the Switch? Yep. Oh. And and also uh, PC and Xbox. Because he's, he, he's been exclusive to PlayStation consoles. Well, yeah. I mean, well, he was created by... Um, Naughty Dog. Yes. And yeah. currently owned by Activision. That's who owns the rights to uh, Crash Bandicoot. Right okay. Now, I believe. Yeah. Um, they announced the release date for Octopath Traveler, which is the cool RPG that I'm really excited about. Uh, Hyrule Warriors is coming on May 18th. Uh, how, what's that? Like uh, that is Smash Brothers for Hyrule? No, it's Dynasty Warriors for Zelda. You know the Dynasty Warriors games? No. They're like old Chinese folk tales, but they, they're essentially your one dude who just plows through armies and you're just, you're taking battlefield advantage. Who are you playing as link in this game? Yes. There's like 20 characters. I want to 20 something characters that you can pick to start. And then you play the yeah. whole thing with, so a, like with a different ending for each one. Uh, it's really tough to describe. There's not like a different ending. It's not like a, it's not like a story based game. It's like, Oh. Link, you need to fight all these enemies on this battlefield and take control and have battlefield majority. It's really weird, but then you go on the field and you're so you whipping do, out your sword. You do and or you do not control many units. You're one dude. You're one guy in that yes. large battle. But, but it's, what you do, you're, you're like influences the outcome of the battlefield, not the story. How is that possible? How can it's, one human being or one whatever? It's, it's link a power. Is? It's a power fantasy. So like oh. you're plowing through like 50 enemies at a time. It's just it's you versus all these people, and you're just fighting your way What's through. What's he using? Magic. Swords and yeah, magic. We, we'll watch the trailer. We'll watch the trailer after this. Yeah, let's we'll, watch we'll the trailer because it sounds dumb as fuck. <laughs> yeah. If you're familiar with the Dynasty Warriors games, this is no this is no surprise. So to you. Dynasty Warrior fans are losing their shit. I mean, the game has already been out on Wii U. This did, is this did, is a re-release. Did Dynasty Warrior fans lose their shit on the Wii U? I don't know. You'd have to ask them. <laughs> I'm not a Dynasty Warriors fan. <laughs> Do we know but, any Dynasty Warrior fans? No. This will be don't. on YouTube. Please type a comment. It just type, Are you a Dynasty Warrior type fan? one very specific comment. Just yes, respond. I play it. Just respond if you're a Dynasty Warrior fan in the comments on YouTube for this video. <laughs> Please. We'll be checking. We'll be checking. Um, they also announced, this is a game I'm excited for, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Like a fun puzzle game coming to Switch and 3DS. Dude. These are I know these, these are just titles, Nintendo dude. games. These are just weird dude. Nintendo games. Hey, I will tell you, uh, there's one game that I occasionally moonlight on the uh, Switch. What's that? Is it Guns Cannoli and whatever? No, no, no. Oh, it's uh, it's uh, a Flame in the Flood. The Flame in the Flood. Damn, I'm it, that was just on sale, and I'm really upset I missed that sale. Yeah. Well, I mean, what is the sale? The fifteen dollars I paid, or even cheaper? It was cheaper. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's fifteen isn't bad. Yeah. Um, but it's a survival game. You just play through. I know. I've the, watched a trailer on it. Dude, I've only lasted five minutes. Sorry, is five days. how hard it is? Not five minutes. Five no days. Way. Five days. There's no way. I said five minutes. I meant five days. Wow, that's crazy. Is it hard? 
Is well, it hard? it's just a survival game. If you don't survive, you don't survive. And then you just, you got to start the whole thing over. It can, it gets repetitive. Yeah. Because, like, I can't play it more than twice in a sitting. Gotcha. Because I run through it, I die. I run through it again, I die. And you're like, that, okay, that point, I'm good. Well, at that point, I'm tired of doing all the beginning things to start the thing. Gotcha. Right? Because you got to, like, set yourself up. And you got to figure out how to... You start in to... the same village every time. It's not like you start in random parts of the map. Sure. It's a linear game. You start at the beginning. And then you just go down the, you do it again. the river. But I can only do it twice, and then I got to put it down. But then... That's fair. A couple days later, I'll come back, and I'll do two more, you know? Gotcha. And I'll see if I get further, and I don't. Well, that's a game I have to keep my eyes out for. Five days is the most I've made it. It's hard. It's hard. <laughs> I am playing... I'm playing on the ultra hard mode. I'm not playing on the light mode. Gotcha. I'm, play, I'm playing on the mode where you don't really have supplies and you have to really easy mode. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, they don't call them. I think it co- they call it easy and survival. Sure. So all right. So we got two more things here. Yeah. Uh, they I did a Splatoon two announcement. Oh. So there's That's, a there's Kevin more. Oates is out there listening to this, thinking thinking hard about I, that one. I'm really, I've been tempted to get this game, but it's sixty dollars still, and I don't know how much invested I'm going to put in it for. Sixty dollars. I'm waiting for it to go on sale. I wanted. To, I want to see a sale for it before I. Splatoon Two has not been out. It's out. It is out. It's been out since. Well, what what was the year. announcement in Nintendo? New Direct. expansion. Oh, oh, like a DLC. Or DLC. Something. So a DLC story, uh, which they're announcing. And now this is the fun thing that they did at the end of the end of the uh, direct here. They ended with the Splatoon announcement, and then they they the two developers came on screen, and they said. Okay, this was really fun, guys. Thanks for joining us. But hey, we got one more thing we want to show you. They did a one more thing. They did a one more thing. And this trailer comes out. Did you see the Smash Brothers trailer? No. People have been memeing this shit all over the internet, all over oh, Twitter. No, Come on, man. Keep with I'm it. I'm a failure. It's, it's true. It's I'll, true. I, I will immediately look for Smash Brothers memes. Well, you, oop, I'm gonna you're going to play it now. I'm just going to, we're just going to play it while I talk over it. So essentially they have, they show you two Splatoon characters. I'm going to play fighting. this. Listen for this trailer at the end of the. Uh, at the end of the show, I'll just pop it at the end. There's no words, so you're not going to hear anything. You're going to hear it's, stuff. I mean, it's literally just sound effects. Good. Okay. Well, fine. <laughs> you, do, do you? <laughs> People can hear. They show you these, these characters, <laughs> characters fighting, right? And this, the trailer ends with everything going black, and then you see in this twinkle of her eye, the motherfucking Smash Brothers logo, and I fucking lost my shit. When I saw it, that's, that's I knew that's the Smash Brothers. That is logo? the Smash Brothers logo. You got Mario, you got Breath of the Wild Link in there, and then they show you the shadow of all these characters underneath underneath the. Uh, what, who's in there? Uh, people have dissected this. There's all the basic characters that you've seen: Donkey Kong, uh, Samus, uh, Link, and it looks like it's Breath of the Wild Link, which is which is key there. So it's going to be a new skin for Link, or it could be a new variation of Link. I really love Smash Brothers, man. I spent hours playing Melee. Smash Bros. Dude. All this year, earlier this year, yeah. I've been saying, they got to drop Smash Brothers, man. I come on here. I come on this show every week, and I'm like, yo, they got to fucking announce this game. <laughs> it's it's, And I was like, it's, they're going to show it off at E3. E3 is the perfect time to show off Smash Brothers. And that, that they're doing it ahead of time. So they, they put out the tease for it. So all they did was show you the logo. Said Smash Brothers for Switch. So you called it. It's going to be at E3. I, I well, my new prediction is is they're going to show Smash Brothers for Switch. So they show Smash Brothers 2018. It's coming out this year. Let's go. Let's go. You're ready. I'm ready for it. All right. This is a very exciting game, and I recommend anyone. You you should probably. I think you should pick this game up. 
I think Twitch, uh, Twitch, Twip, bleh, Trip should pick this game up. You know, I'm super lukewarm. I played it with Kevin Oates on the stream recently. Smash Brothers? No. Uh, I'm super lukewarm on two games that are huge favorites from people on Nintendo. And one, Go on. One is Smash Brothers, and the other one is uh, Mario Kart. I'm just lukewarm. Mario Kart, I understand. That's I had definitely fun. not from everybody. I, I had fun playing it the other day with Kevin Oates. And, and quite honestly, the only times I play Mario Kart are when people on online are going, hey, let's play some Mario Kart. That's literally the only times I played Mario Kart. Yeah. It's no other reason for you to pick it up. Smash Brothers, though, is this is a fun game, man. This I wish is a really it, fun game. You know, I used to get hammered in dorms, but in Smash Brothers, no, I used to get hammered. People, people would hammer you. I, no, I'd be drunk. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, wasted. <laughs> yeah, sure. And I was grown up. I guess, and what was the console back then that people would be playing it on? It would be either Nintendo 64 or GameCube. I think it was 64. Makes sense. So there was always a 64 in a dorm somewhere. How popular was that game, though? So popular. Oh, yeah. And it was always on a TV somewhere. It was in a dorm room lobby. It was in a dorm room of somebody there. It was in more than one dorm room. And I always remember being in a drunken haze and looking over and going, I don't give a shit about that game. Like, I remember, like, kind of detesting seeing it everywhere. Dude. And I never, but, but I was, I was grown up at that point. I didn't have a Nintendo anymore. My, maybe I left my 64 home and I was just drinking a lot, living a gross Priorities. life. Priorities. Makes and, sense. And I, so I was in a bad place and I don't know if I ever formed the. The connection. The, the nostalgia, nostalgia. Yeah. For wanting to go back and play it again because I never really played it then. I've spent so much time in that, with that game and playing yeah. with friends and just. Going places and challenging people and well, just arguably you going are nuts. young you are younger than me, so it I makes am, yes. a little bit more sense. This is true. I was kind of like out of the I'd left the nest by the time this game came out and every everyone had uh, cared about it. Yeah, man. But I have played it. I have played it. I'm not saying I haven't played it. Well, I, guess I, what, man? You have a switch, you're gonna play it again. Okay. I'm gonna make you do it. Oh, well, come to the stream. Come that's on. That's, my stream. that's what we should do. We should bring it over. Yeah. And do that. Bring it the fuck over. I mean, Kevin Oates just brought his uh his Kart, we we played some Mario Kart. Oh yeah, that was a cool. I watched you guys do that live on the stream. That yeah. was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I wish I could have joined you, but you know, I yeah. got work and shit. Uh, yeah, it's a shame. Um, well, coming around to I guess our last news point. Yeah, so this goes back to what I was talking about in the beginning about how look at that callback. There was a callback. This this uh, news story I've been kind of following throughout the day from the uh, the old Twitter, but. Uh, some guy named Ninja who I'd never heard of. Have you heard of him prior to this? He is apparently a pro gamer. Yeah. Very good at the games. What is the game that he's, he's a pro playing, gamer of? He's playing Fortnite Battle Royale. Okay. So this is that's his, his stream of choice, his streaming game of choice. Yeah, so he's a, he's a pro gamer, and his name is Ninja, and he just happened to be streaming. How did it, how did it go down? Um, it sounds like... Like he had a promotion? That he was doing? Um, no, he wasn't doing a promotion. I think Drake just straight up went, hey, man. Uh, you're really good at this. I'm watching can I, you. Can I play with you? Can I play with you? Yeah, so Drake the singer. Look, even ESPN is reporting this. While yeah. you were asleep, Drake and Ninja just took Twitch by storm. Right. So Drake the rapper and streamer Tyler Ninja Belvins ranked in more than, wow, 600,000 concurrent viewers in Fortnite. Yep. So one of the biggest Fortnite streamers in the world. Shattering Dr. Disrespect's record. Just got, we could constitute that this is a raid. He got raided by a celebrity. And brought in this many people, yeah. So an an icon. 
of the of the music industry. And apparently, and then who else? Later in the game, later during his uh, session, Pittsburgh Steelers Juju Smith Schuster hopped in as well and said, "Yo, let me get in on that." And then another another famous rapper, Travis Scott, jumped in on the fun. So they were playing four man teams, jumping in and playing this. Yeah. So the question on my mind initially, immediately, because I know how much shit is packaged and planned with people who are in that upper upper A list echelon of anything, yep. is was this a fucking plan or was it not? I think it was manufactured. I don't. You don't. I, don't. I, I think it. I think he's one of the most popular streamers on Twitch. Drake didn't pop into my stream. He popped in the most popular players stream. He popped in the most popular players stream. And usually a lot of skilled people, people with either high personalities or people with high skill levels, like one streamer I've been watching a lot recently named Shroud. Shroud. Is, Shroud yeah. is one of the best PUBG players I've ever witnessed. This guy fucking hops in a game. He does these hop drops. He takes out like 12 or 13 people. Like bam, 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 bam. I can't believe what I'm seeing. It's hard to describe how good this guy is at the game. He's a monster. I was watching him last night before I went to bed and he and he was talking to his his chat and it was down to like the last three people. I know we're tangenting off this, but uh, he's down to like the last three or four people and people go, dude, you're like about to win. Why aren't you like, why aren't you like freaking out? Why aren't you nervous? And he goes, this game ain't nothing. I, I'm going to no scope shoot this guy with my bolt action sniper rifle. And I'm like, this guy's crazy. And he's running around and he's just like, oh, bam, peeks out, takes a shot. Bam, peeks out, takes a shot. And this uh, opponent is like, trying to like spray at him he's trying to he's trying to get taken take down shroud and he can't and this and shroud wins he just wins by just like <laughs> screwing he's screwing around and he just takes the victory so i mean but yeah this guy is apparently just as good this ninja guy so twitch is the roman former Co- halo pro twitch is the roman coliseum of the modern era sure where people are battling like specifically fortnite and PUBG are are Sim- simulators of the Roman Colosseum back in the day where yeah. people there were there were real there are no real world consequences that are that are becoming of these these people who are entertaining yeah so you have a doctor disrespect up against a ninja and they're battling to the death playing this battle royale thing yep and somebody's winning and it just attracted the tension the attention of Caesar's biggest music musical act, right? And and Caesar's biggest musical act just jumped into the, the arena with this guy who normally battles to the death and kills everybody. Yeah. And how did it go? Did Drake get killed a lot, or were they on oh, the yeah, same Drake, team? They they were on the same team. They were they were uh, duoing up at first, and then the other two joined in later so for four man. Did Drake? Do you think Drake improved his his social status, or do you think he dinged it? Do you think he fucking? You mean improved ninjas? Well, it definitely improved ninjas. I would definitely, and it definitely improve the overall. I would definitely say worlds collided that night. Worlds collided. I would it, for sure say. Do that. you think it's going to have a longer lasting effect on the popularity of Twitch worldwide? I think Did it just brought Twitch into the the minds of looking media at the news people? outlets that were that report on this. You see CNN reported on this. You see ESPN reported on this. I think this puts eyes on things that uh, on a place on the internet that most of the population generally does not. What What's hilarious is. Video games. This hat this, this performer coming in and playing with somebody in the land of Twitch doesn't has to bring 
you know, live streaming and video game playing to the forefront of people's minds. Like the fact that the video game industry, including Twitch, is like a multi-billion dollar industry wouldn't bring attention to people. It has to be some weird celebrity shows up. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? And this is really good because this is positive. This is like news media about video games that is the polar opposite of what we got last week from Trash Mouth in the White House. Right? Sure. Because he was talking shit about video games and violence and this instead bridges two communities. This bridges the the large ultra popular media community with, you know, the gaming community, and people see positivity, people right. bonding. And you know what? People in the chat a bit were positive too. Everyone was so super supportive of the of the whole thing. People yeah. were having a great time. Yeah, I think what it's gonna what you're gonna see, and it's not like they weren't there, but now that this has happened, you're gonna see more guest raids from random celebrities mm-hmm. who want to get in on this fucking movie. And you know what? I would love to see more of that. That yeah. sounds like a f- future I want to be a part of. You know what I'm saying? Well, you you already are. You're just you're like the cable access yeah. version of of Ninja. And you I'm, and I are the cable access version of Ninja. We're 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 we, we're in our own small town studio. Like in our own like little uh uh TV studio. Yep. On one of the shitty channels that you got to like turn to on UHF. And then you got the major cable stations like Shroud and, and <laughs> yeah, Ninja yeah, yeah, yeah. here. Yeah, Shroud's like the ESPN uh, of video games. And we're like, we're, we're on dinky, like, you know, UHF. We'll get there someday. Just we're we're, 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 we're going to climb that ladder. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what we're doing. Yeah, so apparently this started from last week. Uh, apparently Drake followed him on Instagram first. And then that brought in the 100,000 uh, 100, subscriber mark. Do, do you know what it, Twitch. you know what it means? It just means that that what I've been talking about about Twitch. You yeah. have your you have your voyeurs and you have your exhibitionists. Okay, sorry, that's the no, that's exactly what I meant. You have your voyeurs, people who like to watch, and then you have your exhibitionists. Now, in Drake's actual life, he's an exhibitionist. He's a performer. Mm-hmm. But then when he goes into his closed life, when he's not up on stage singing a song, he's a voyeur. He's 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 a voyeur. And then he, Interesting. he merged from being a voyeur in his home life to becoming an exhibitionist by putting himself on someone else's stage. No different than That's him. So cool. No different than him coming into somebody, a fellow artist, you know, maybe not the same type of music like a rock star yeah and taking a microphone and then you know singing a song with some band he just kind of came in well it's it's way it's a little bit different than that because it's more like him stepping completely out of his comfort zone he's now being an exhibitionist on someone else's stage entirely some other different venue it's like him trying to be an actor instead right Right. and he and, and he may or may not have had success there it seems like he's being embraced by most of the community because of this which will probably do great for his record sales. How I mean, all around, yes. Which takes me back to this being a plan. You think it's the, it's all <laughs> part of the plan? <laughs> it's a plan by Twitch to pay an artist to come in. I don't know about that. Oh, and okay, advertise their brand. A few weeks ago, do you remember Snoop Dogg? No, he went on. He was what from what I believe, what I from what I know to be true, paid to be on a stream a twitch stream to show off this game this game and i think he was i believe what what was 
the consensus of everyone was the publisher of this game paid Snoop Dogg to pretend to play this game exactly. while the game was on screen and he was just sitting there smoking or whatever. Now, keep in mind, for anyone listening, I'm not that much of a cynic. I don't sit here and think that what Drake... What dude just wanted to play some that's Fortnite? What I'm I don't think Drake isn't a game fan. Otherwise, he would never even have entered into a marketing deal where he would have to jump on a live stream. Here's like, why I don't think this is for his monetary or Drake's monetary benefit. It's not his monetary benefit at he all. Brought in, he brought in all the subscribers to, to Ninja. First. Ninja is, well, yeah, that happened last week where pretty much Drake had a, a raid on his Twitch stream and all of a sudden he blew up his Ninja streamer. And then he came in this week to play with him. Right. So who knows? Man. Who knows? I mean, who, but but I know with the Dr. Disrespect that Twitch is trying to bring themselves into more of a, oh my God. a mainstream media. So throughout the night, it looks like Kim.com entered. Who's, who's that? He's uh, the inter- exi- exiled internet guru and mega upload founder, Kim.com. I don't think he's, I think he's banned uh, from the internet. I might know him, but I don't remember. And he hopped, apparently he hopped in the chat. That's so funny. This is cool. I like this. I like seeing this. We've made it. We've made it, people. Yeah, Twitch has Twitch has made it. We're part of that community. We've made it. We're all we're all there. This is exciting <laughs> stuff. Well, man, I think that's the show, huh? Yeah, I think we did it. I think we did it. We we talked we talked for a good amount bit uh, about an hour. I don't know what I'm fucking saying. Um, yeah, we did about an hour, so that's good. Um, well, this is uh, Neo Yoshi signing off. Uh, I hope you all are having a good week, and uh, you can find me at uh, Twitter, Twitter at Neo underscore Yoshi, and on Twitch at Neo Yoshi. I am streaming, people. It's happening. I said it for a long Please time. I would. Please fucking follow Neo Yoshi. Follow me on. You need some on, follows on, on the Twitch because I want to play some games. Neo for you all, like from the Matrix. Neo Yoshi, like the Japanese word Aoshi. I don't think anybody except for people in Japan are going to know that, but A O S H I S H I Neo Aoshi. And where can people find you? Uh this is Felix Hergood. That's Felix as in Felix the cat and Hergood as in Felix Hergood. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Felix Hergood can be found at uh, Twitch. So you can search Felix Hergood. All, all one word, people. Uh, Twitter, uh, Mixer, uh, Instagram, and there's even a Felix uh, Hergood Facebook fan page that you could follow. What? <laughs> yo, he's got a fan page, yo. Yo, yo. Uh, Drake's got 200 million followers. I got 235, baby. <laughs> not nothing, man. That's, that's good, no, man. No, that's not even followers. That's just on Facebook. That's likes. likes. I likes. got 235 likes. Yeah, baby. Like that Facebook page. Hell to the yeah. Not that it even matters. I don't know. You know, Facebook is... I post to it, though. I do post to it. If I, you, I see. I pop in If sometimes. you like my Facebook page, you will it's see not, when I go... It's not a Facebook guy. It's not no, a Facebook who cares? person. Who is it? Who is? I don't fucking yeah. care. Yeah, man. Um, but I'm currently streaming. Uh, my main two games are switching between Kingdom Come Deliverance. If you've not seen this game, it is a medieval simulator and it is unbelievably interesting to watch. Uh, lots of people have been coming in who have been enjoying that. And then I'm also doing a no HUD, so entirely no HUD whatsoever, nightmare mode playthrough of Assassin's Creed Origins, which is sometimes it's super impossible. But anyway, that's me. I did it to myself. Anyway. See you next time. Have a good week. If you want, I'll back out, but I could also just carry the win. No, no, no. Let's go.
Let me let me watch the god work, you know? I got you, baby. Yep. Oh yeah, knockdown. Oh my god, this is it. This is it. Oh yeah. Oh. That was crazy. I died like 15 minutes ago to start <laughs> the game by itself. Holy. Holy shit, baby. Let's go.